Welcome to the Vertical Church Podcast. Now here's Pastor Josh Butcher with today's message. We're looking at a massively successful uh, Disney animated movie today. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've heard of this movie. Uh, It's called Frozen. Uh, It's done a little bit of business. Uh, It's been moderately successful. (laughs) $1.3 billion in box office sales around the world. I, let me, let me kind of give you a context for that. That is easily the most successful animated film of all time. But what's, what we don't even realize, it is the fifth most successful, highest grossing movie of all time. Period. Not just animated. I'm talking, I'm talking it outranks like Iron Man 3. It outranks, you know, uh, a bunch of the Harry Potter movies. It's, this thing has been crazy. And, and catch this, okay? It was just released last year. It's still playing in some theaters in the world. So it's still raking in dollars. <laughs> it hasn't finished earning all that it's going to earn, not to mention the DVD sales and, dear Lord, all of the stuff that comes with it. Um, But it's still playing in movies. And so kind of give you uh, an idea. Let's just kind of take a poll because some people may not have seen it. Raise your hand if you've seen the movie, like I've seen Frozen. Raise it real high so everybody can see. Yeah, look around. These people, um, we need to pray for them. Um, Especially those of you who have your hands up and you have little kids, especially probably little girls. Um, this may not be your favorite day that we've ever done because we're going to watch a few more clips. You might think, dear God, I I came to church to escape Frozen, and now today, Pastor, you're putting me in the middle of it. But those of you who haven't seen it, the the idea of the movie really centers around two girls. They're sisters. Uh, The older sister, her name is Elsa. She was born with magical powers. She has the ability to create and manipulate Anything, basically, that's cold, snow, ice, ice storms, ice creatures, snowmen, whatever it is, she has this magical ability uh, to create and manipulate cold things. And then her little sister, her name's Anna, uh, she's this kind of precocious, clumsy, but completely adorable uh, little sister. And the whole movie centers around the two of them. And so today's plan is basically I want to share with you the story behind the story that that I'm sure that the writers and the the cinematographers and the and the, the animators I'm sure they weren't planning this story uh, to be told but but I want to share with you a message that we see in this movie Frozen that's full of grace uh, it's a message of redemption uh, it's a message of transformation transforming uh, power, the transforming power of, of sacrificial love. I want to show you how this story, how the story of Frozen connects with a much better story, uh, a much older story, a story that goes back thousands of years and a story that brings us here today, the story of, of Jesus in our lives. And so uh, we're going to watch a few clips. I'm going to talk a little bit. And, uh, and then we're going to wrap it all up and, uh, and go home. So uh, that, that'll be really cool. Uh, let's start at the beginning of the movie uh, where we meet these two uh, sisters, 
Anna and Elsa as they are little girls uh, playing one night in their castle. So let's roll the first clip and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more. This is getting out of hand. It was an accident. I'm sorry, Anna. She's ice cold. I know where we have to go. Your Majesty. Born with the powers or cursed. Uh, born. And they're getting stronger. You are lucky it wasn't her heart. The heart is not so easily changed. But the head can be persuaded. Do what you must. I recommend we remove all magic, even memories of magic, to be safe. But don't worry. I leave the fun. She will be okay. She won't remember I have powers? It's for the best. Listen to me, Elsa. Your power will only grow. There is beauty in it. But also great danger. You must learn to control it. Fear will be your enemy. No. We'll protect her. She can learn to control it, I'm sure. Until then... Lock the gates. We'll reduce the staff. We will limit her contact with people and keep her powers hidden from everyone.
including Anna. So obviously, Elsa and I don't have the best parents. <laughs> if you ever, if you know, if you've watched the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Like uh, these two are suspect at, at best, but um, <laughs> that we see right here at the beginning, right? Elsa has a bit of an identity crisis. Uh, she she's struggling. You know, she has this magical power. She has this ability. And these wonderful, awesome, you know, I guess well-meaning parents decide that the best thing for her to do is for her to hide, to go into hiding and, and, and act as if nothing is wrong and there is no problem and just shut her away in her bedroom. You know, like that's, a, that's going to solve everything. And maybe, maybe at this point, maybe you can relate to Elsa. Maybe there's the part of your life that you feel like you got to keep hidden. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this thing that you do, or there's this addiction that you have, or there's this behavior that you try to conceal, that you, that you keep locked away. Maybe there's a part of your life that is a secret. You don't want anybody else to know. No one else to be aware of it. So you just keep everything locked away behind the, the door of your heart and you don't let anybody else in because you know that if they see that part of you, then they're not going to think that you've got it all together anymore. Maybe you grew up in church and the church that you grew up in, the whole message of Christianity in that church was don't mess up, don't sin. Don't, don't let the bad stuff out. You got to keep it all uh, in. You got to keep a lid on all of your junk. So you got to try really hard to be good. If you'll just try harder and do better at being good, then you'll be a Christian. And that was the message of Christianity, perhaps in the church that you grew up in. It's this, it's this idea that that if we work really hard at being better, then eventually we'll be better. But here's what Elsa learns, and it's the first thing I want you to remember today. And if you're taking notes, it's the first thing I want you to write down. And it's this thought right here. Suppressing our issue is never the answer. Suppressing the issues in our lives, suppressing the sin in our lives, suppressing all of the ways that we don't line up with what God wants for our lives, suppressing that is never the answer. In other words, hiding our junk doesn't work. Hiding and, and trying harder to be a good Christian doesn't get you very far in life. It doesn't take you to where you want to be. And as the story goes with Elsa, we actually get to see how this life of hiding, uh, what the end result is. We get to see where this life of hiding takes a person as they, as they struggle in their efforts to do better and to try harder and to, and to fix all of the outer issues in life so that we present this image of of perfection to everyone else. Like we've got it all together. We, we, we have uh, nothing wrong. We have no sin in our life. There's nothing that's separating us from God. We're good. See, Elsa spends her entire childhood and her entire adolescent life 
living in hiding, trying to be the person that she wants to be until the day that she's crowned queen. She's crowned queen, and then in a moment, she's caught off guard by her sister. As her sister comes to tell her some uh, unexpected news, and, and at that moment, she can't hold it in any longer. She's had a lid on this part of her life that she's trying to keep hidden. She's had a lid on it, and at that moment, the lid comes flying off. And everything that's inside comes bursting outside. And here's where Elsa discovers that, like I told you, suppressing the issue is never the answer. So let's check out this clip as Elsa sees how this path ends. Can we just get around you there? Thank you. Oh, there she is. Elsa! I mean, Queen. Me again. Um, may I present Prince Hans of the Southern Isles? Your Majesty. <laughs> we would like uh, your blessing of our marriage. Marriage? I'm sorry, I'm confused. Well, we haven't worked out all the details ourselves. We'll need a few days to plan the ceremony. Of course, we'll have soup, roast, and ice cream, and then... Wait, would we live here? Here? Absolutely. Anna. Oh, we can invite all 12 of your brothers what? to stay no. with us. No, 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 no. Of course we have the room. Just I don't wait. know some of them. Wait, slow must... down. No one's brothers are staying here. No one is getting married. Wait, what? May I talk to you, please? Alone? No. Whatever you have to say, you, you can say to both of us. Fine. You can't marry a man you just met. You can if it's true love. Anna, what do you know about true love? Well, more than you. All you know is how to shut people out. You asked for my blessing, but my answer is no. Now, excuse me. Your Majesty, if I may ease no, your... No, you may not, and I, I think you should go. The party is over. Close the gates. Yes, Your Majesty. Elsa, no, no, wait. Give me my glove. Elsa, please, please. I can't live like this anymore. Then leave. What did I ever do to you? Enough, Anna. No, why? Why do you shut me out? Why do you shut the world out? What are you so afraid of? I said enough! knew there was something dubious going on here. Elsa.
suppressing our issue is never the answer. But here's what we also discover. You'll never find freedom by running away. You, you can't suppress your issue, but you also can't run away from it because you never find freedom by running away. The most common mistake that we make once we've been exhausted by our efforts to live this, this perfect life, this life of, of religiosity where we, where we abide by all of the rules and regulations that, that good, well-meaning uh, church people tell us our life ought to look like, when we have been exhausted by that, the most common mistake that we do is just like, man, flip it off. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> and we just take off. We run. We run and we, and we move from one extreme to the other. We move from trying to live the perfect life by being really, really good and, and, and doing all the right things. And then we move to the exact opposite where it's like, man, no rules for me, right? No, no right, no wrong. I'll just I'll do whatever I want. I'll live however I want to live. And so we, we see that suppressing our issue never works, but we also see that, that, that you never find freedom by running away. But we think that the only alternative to the life of rules and regulations, the life of, of do good and try harder and be a better person, is to live however you want to live. Just live according to your own code, your own standard. And yet when we, when we live that way, we discover that that's not freedom. Like we call it freedom. We think that freedom is you get to decide how you want to live, but that's not freedom. Because here's the reality. Here's the thing. Maybe you're no longer, um, maybe you're no longer uh, living, uh, hiding the anger that you have inside. And so you're just going to live however you want to live and let the anger rip. You're still controlled by anger. You see that? You're still controlled by the thing you're trying to escape from. And so maybe you're trying to run away from something that happened in your past and pain and hurt that you're trying to avoid and you're running away from it. But in your running, you're still controlled by your past and by the pain and the hurt that you're trying to run away from. It's still controlling your life. Because running away doesn't actually satisfy us in the long term. Running away doesn't get us where we want to be. It doesn't work. It doesn't actually set us free. More often than not, what we discover is that we are more isolated than we ever were when we were trying to hide. When we run away, we discover that we are more alone then than we were when we were hiding, which is exactly what Elsa discovers and so let's, let's take a look at this clip when Anna confronts Elsa. And be mindful, there is a song in here. People around you may uncontrollably erupt and burst into singing. Just look at them weird because the lights will be off and they can't see you, okay? Uh, but if you want to sing, feel free to sing along. But let's roll this clip and, uh, and then we'll talk about what, where we do find true freedom. Elsa, it's me. Anna! Anna! Whoa, Elsa, you look different. It's a good different. And this place, it's amazing. Thank you. I never knew what I was capable of. 
I'm so sorry about what happened. If I'd have known... No, 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 it's okay. You, you don't have to apologize. But you should probably go. Please. But I just got here. You belong down in Arendelle. So do you. No, Anna, I belong here. Alone. Where I can be who I am. Without hurting anybody. Actually, about that... Wait, what is that? Hey, I'm Olaf and I like warm hugs! Olaf? You built me. Remember that? And you're alive? Yeah, um, I think so. He's just like the one we built as kids. Yeah. So we were so close. We can be like that again. No, we can't. Goodbye, Anna. Elsa, wait. No, I'm just trying to protect you. You don't have to protect me. I'm not afraid. Please don't shut me out again. Please don't slam the door. You don't have to keep your distance anymore. Cause for the first time in forever, I finally understand. For the first time in forever, we can fix this hand in hand. We can head down this mountain together. You don't have to live in fear. Cause for the first time in forever, I will be right here. Anna, please go back home. Your life awaits. Go enjoy the sun and open up the gates. Yeah, but I know you mean well. But leave me be Yes, I'm alone But I'm alone and free Just stay away And you'll be safe from me Actually, we're not What do you mean you're not? I get the feeling you don't know What do I not know? Arendelle's in deep, 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 deep snow What? You kind of set off an eternal winter Everywhere Everywhere. What's okay? You can just unfreeze it. No, I can't. I, I don't know how. Sure you can. I know you can. Cause for the first time oh, in forever, I'm such a fool. I can't be free. No escape from the storm inside of me. I can't control the curse. We'll reverse the storm. There's, there's so much truth in, in, in this scene right here. See, this is the point where it becomes clear to Elsa, the older sister, that, that the answer isn't found in, in running away and, and she can't hide from, from, from whatever it is inside of her. That, 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 did, did you notice the words that she sings? Maybe you, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I just want to read them to you. This is when she, uh, she, she's talking about how her decisions have affected everybody else. She says, I'm such a fool. I can't be free. No escape from the storm inside of me. I can't control the curse. 
And she says, Anna, please, you'll only make it worse. Have you ever felt like you've explored all of the options that you could think of only to find that nothing has worked? Have you ever found yourself at the end of your best effort to, to control that the, 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 the dark side that you try to hide? Have you ever found yourself at the end of, of suppressing all of the, the bad stuff in your life? Have you found yourself at the end of hiding or running or, or letting it go or, or stop trying? Have you found yourself at the end of trying to be yourself to not give in to temptation, and yet at the end of it all, you're still not free from any of it. Maybe you can relate to Elsa. Have you ever concluded that no matter what you do, you'll never be free from that thing you're trying to hide? And here at this point is, is, is what happens to us is is our hearts become hard because we've tried to be good and when that didn't work we ran away and when we still couldn't escape then our hearts become calloused you could even say that our hearts are frozen our hearts become like stone and when you have a frozen heart there's only one cure there's only one thing that can fix a frozen heart. Because suppressing your issue never works. It's not the answer. And, and running away is not the way to find freedom. You see, what we discover and what we already know to be the reality is exactly what, what we find out in this movie. And this is the third thing that I want you to remember. Your only hope is an act of true love. It's the only hope any of us have. Do you remember the line that, 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 Elsa quote, that, I, that I said Elsa quoted a moment ago when she said, Anna, you'll only make it worse? Well, the interesting thing about Anna is that she doesn't make it worse. She actually makes it better. She, she actually is, is the one who makes all things better. You see, in this story and in the clip that we're about to watch, what we see is that is that Anna, through a selfless, sacrificial act of love, actually uh, Elsa is set free. Elsa finds freedom when Anna lays her life down for her sister. And in that moment, we get the clearest glimpse of what, uh, this sounds really crazy because we're talking about an animated cartoon, we get a clear glimpse of the role of Christ in our lives because he too sacrificed his life in an act of love and laid it down so that you and I could be free. So that we could know the God who created us and who, who wants to live out his purpose in our lives and how he made us. And what happens in this, in this story after that last scene is that all, oh, everything breaks loose, you know? Everything's going crazy and, and Elsa is coming to grips with all that she's done and how Anna's heart has, has become frozen. And when this happens to her, she's told the same thing that I told you. She's told by the trolls uh, that her only hope is an act of true love. And just like every Disney movie before, the thought is she's got to get kissed by some dude. 
And I'm so glad that that's not what happens because it, 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 it brings the story to such a moving moment because it's not some dude you're looking for to kiss you, but it's an act of true love. Let's watch the last clip and then we'll wrap up. tried to save her, but it was too late. Her skin was ice. Her hair turned white. Your sister is dead because of you. yourself for me? I love you. An act of true love will thaw a frozen heart. Love will thaw. Love. Of course. Elsa? Love. This is stretching the story a little bit. But I don't think Anna was the one who ever needed to be saved. I don't think, I don't think Anna was the one who needed saving. 
You see, I think if we really look at the story, Elsa is really the one who had a frozen heart. Elsa is the one who needed saved. Elsa is the one, like you and I, who someone took her place, who inflicted all of the evil inside of them onto the only one who truly loved her. And that one took her place. Elsa's who needed saved, not Anna. Elsa. And as Olaf reminds us, it's an act of true love that thaws a frozen heart. You see, in this story, Anna is the Savior. Anna is the image of the Jesus character. You and I, we're Elsa. You and I, we are the ones who have tried to hide away all of the all of the the, the, the bad stuff in our lives, all of the stuff that we're afraid that, that our, our loved ones will turn away from us if they find out. We're the ones who have hidden in fear, and we're the ones who have run away to try to uh, avoid dealing with, with the, the emptiness and the fear inside. We are Elsa, and Anna is the Savior. When we have hidden, He has constantly stood at the door of our heart and knocked, inviting us to come out with Him. And when we have run away, he is the one who has pursued us at all costs to himself to find us and rescue us. Take a look at what Paul says about Jesus in Colossians chapter 1. Look at the screen with me. Paul says, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Have you ever wondered what God looks like? Have you ever wondered what God thinks about you and all of the things that you're hiding from and running away from? Just look at Jesus. Because that's what God looks like. That's what God thinks about you. And what did Jesus do? Look what Paul says. He says, and through him, through who? Through Jesus, God reconciled everything to himself. What does that mean, Pastor? That means he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. That means he made peace with you and you and you and you. He made peace. Have you ever felt this separation between you and God like you just can't be good enough to connect with him? That's because you can't. He made peace. We can't make peace. And look what Paul says, verse 21. He said, this includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence. And look at this, this is, this is awesome. You are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. You know what that tells me? That tells me that when we come to God through Jesus the Son, we have nothing to hide. We're holy and blameless. We have nothing to hide because His, His, His love covers it all. And we have nowhere to run. We can stand there. 
We can stand in his presence before him without a single fault, without trying to hide away all of the bad stuff and without trying to run away. I don't know what brought you here today. Maybe you're here today because this is your church. Like, like Vertical Church is your church, man. Maybe you're here today because, because somebody invited you to come watch their kid. And you said, yeah, that sounds good. Maybe you're here today because somebody told you that Elsa was going to be here. And you thought, that's a better way to spend Sunday morning than Christmas shopping. So I'm going to go see what's going on. I don't know what brought you here. My prayer, though, is that before you leave, you would see and, and have a clear understanding of Jesus Christ and the role he wants to have in your life. He doesn't just want to be your buddy. He doesn't want to be the one that, you know, here and there and there. No, he wants to be the one who takes your place. And as the sword of the enemy is coming down to strike you, he wants to be the one who stands where you ought to have stood and take your place. And today, I want you to know he loves you and he has more planned for your life than you could possibly imagine. And if you've never given your life to Christ, my prayer is today you will. You've tried everything else. You've tried to hide. You've tried to be good enough. You've tried to run away and live life of the way you want to live it. And you're still unfulfilled. You still have all of the issues that you're trying to run away from. Why don't you let Jesus do what only Jesus can do? And that's to, as Ezekiel says, to take your heart of stone, your frozen heart, Place it with a new heart today. That can happen for you, friend. That can happen today. You can begin an entirely new life right now. Right now. Let me pray for you this morning. Lord, as we wrap up our third week of our Christmas at the Movies series, God, I'm praying today that that people all over the auditorium, maybe they just showed up, maybe they've been here for a few weeks, maybe they've been here for a while, but if they've never given you their life, my prayer, God, is today they will. With every head bowed in the auditorium, nobody looking around, if you're saying, Pastor Josh, I want to do that, but I'm just not sure how. How do I do that? Listen, Here's what, it begins by simply taking whatever it is in your life that you've been hiding or however you've been running and just verbally give it to God. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer. You can pray this prayer with me. There's nothing magical about my words. It's you taking all of that stuff and saying, here, Jesus, give it to you. So if that's you today, you say, I wanna, I wanna invite Jesus into my life. I, wanna, I want to surrender all that I am and, and give it to Christ and, and, and receive that, that redemption, that, that grace, that love that can thaw my heart. Just pray this with me. Say, God, here's what I've been hiding. Here's what I've been running from. You may even want to tell him, God, here's what I've been hiding. I've been hiding this. God, here's what I've been running from. I've been running from this pain. I've been running from this, this past memory. And God, in doing all of that, I realize today that 
it's not fulfilling me because it's not what you want for me. So God, I confess that I've been doing all this the wrong way. And today, I accept the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, in my place, on my behalf. Come into my life. Give me a new heart. Make me new today. If you prayed that prayer today, we believe that God has just done a marvelous miracle in your life. He has just transformed your life today. And here's what I want you to take one more step for me. I want you to tell somebody. You can do that on the back of your communication card. There's a little box that says, send me more info about becoming a follower of Jesus. You can check that box. You can tell somebody at VIP. You can tell the person you came with. You can find me after our experience is over and just come up, shake my hand, say, hey, I gave my life to Jesus today, Pastor. Thank you. But I want you to tell somebody. And if you're here today and you've already given, like you came today already following Jesus, but you find yourself in life once again trying to hide some stuff or trying to run away from some stuff, my prayer for you is today that you would remember you don't have to hide and you don't have to run. He has made peace with God. And you can stand in his presence, holy and blameless because of who he is and what he's done. Let me pray for us one more time. Lord, we thank you again for all that you have done for us and in us and what you now want to do through us. Today, God, I pray that you would help us to remember who you are in our lives. You are our savior. You are our rescuer. You are the one who took our place and gave your life for ours. Today, God, let your love fall our hearts as we surrender to you. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining us today. We always appreciate hearing how God is moving in your life. We all have a story to tell, and we'd love to hear yours. Please visit verticalchurch.tv and click on the little pencil icon called Amen Corner to tell us your story. Also, if you'd like to support the ministry of Vertical Church financially, you can do so by clicking the giving link at verticalchurch.tv. Thank you again for taking the time to join us as we point those far from God to life in Jesus.